Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Noted Nina, the podcast. I'm here. I'm 25 years old. I'm more mature and I will no longer be swearing or talking shit. Well, that lasted about um, 12 seconds. Um, welcome back to another episode. We're here. I'm, I am 25 years old. I am more mature. I'm still going to be swearing. I'm still going to be saying bitch. I'm still going to be talking shit. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm one year older, one year wiser. Um, and this is the year of like exposing my body. <laughs> just kidding. It's not. But um, I did, you know, wear a low cut shirt to, to my birthday dinner. So, you know, I had the titties out. You guys already know. I'm, I'm going to be having, um, my, my ass cheeks out in Vegas and my belly button is on Instagram. So you know what? I'm a crazy bitch guys. I am a crazy bitch. Get ready for this year to be spectacular. I actually am real quick, you know, not to get too deep on my birthday and shit, but I really, really want this to be a great year. I usually always think of like New Year's as like, you know, literally the new year, like January, but I should do it for like my birthday, you know? I'm 25. I'm trying to freaking 20 thrive in my life. Um, I watched this YouTuber and she said, you know, her, she was turning 25 too. And she's like, oh, you know, the, the like vibe that I'm going for, for 25 is 20 thrive bitch. And I feel you. I really want 25 to be a good year for me. I want me to, you know, just grow in so many different ways. Like I want to grow like, you know, mentally, I want to learn more. I want to like, you know, perfect my craft and give everything like 100%, you know? I don't know, bitch. I just want it to be a really great year and I want my summer to be really fun and experience a lot of things and, you know, so yeah, I'm 25 and it's lit. All right, speak, let's get into my blings and misses. Speaking of my birthday, you guys know I was telling you my, my birthday plans. So by the way, if you don't know, my birthday was May 10th. Um, I said on last week's episode, I'm still accepting birthday um, wishes because I'm celebrating for the entire month. So if you listened to last week ep- last week's episode and you were like, oh yeah, I gotta, you know, I gotta remember to DM her. I gotta remember to text her and tell her, you know, happy birthday. And you forgot, it's okay. You can still text me and tell me happy birthday because I'm celebrating all month, bitch, all of May and a little bit of June. So right, I started off Friday, which was my actual birthday. I went out with, um, told you guys last week, I was going out with my sister and her sister-in-laws and her cousin-in-laws, which I decided that I'm just going to call them my cousins because that's it. Like I said last week, me and my sister are a package deal. They get her, they also get me, so they're my cousins. So we went to Lolita in Boston. If you're in the area, go to Lolita, bitch. It was iconic. First of all, like the the scenery and shit. We went to the one in Seaport, so it was like so beautiful outside. Um, Inside is like insane. It looks like a dungeon. There's like the skulls everywhere and like red roses and like it's just so pretty inside. Um, The food was impeccable. I had a strawberry frolita, which is like a strawberry 
frozen margarita. Oh my God, so good. I wish I was drinking it right now. We also did birthday shots. When we sat down at the table, I was like, look, I don't expect anything from you guys except for you bitches to take a shot with me. And everyone was like, yeah, girl, we gonna take a shot. And I was like, hey, it's lit. So at the end of dinner, my the waitress was like, oh, do you want to do like a birthday shot? I was like, bitch, how did you know? Yes, we do. And the shot was like, first of all, the shot was huge, but it wasn't bad at all. I meant to ask her what kind of tequila it was because it did not like make me want to throw up whatsoever. But you guys know, I mean, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I'm kind of a shot person. Like, (laughs) I don't really like to like sip a drink, although the the Frolita that I had was really, really good. But I typically don't like to like, I don't really like the taste of alcohol. So I don't like to like sip a drink, especially if it's like super strong, you know? I just want to shoot it, get it done, eat a lime, and move on, you know, to the next one. But yeah, the, the shot was really good. It was huge, huge. I was like, oh shit, bitch. Um, but they gave you like a, an orange thing instead of a lime, which I was like, I don't know. Cause you know, when you get the lime, it's like so strong that it kind of like burns it out of your mouth. I was like, this orange is not going to be like strong enough to get the tequila taste out of my mouth, but it was so good. It was like orange peel dipped, not orange peel, but like orange slice dipped in like coarse sugar. So good, bitch. It was amazing. And also the food was really good. Like the food is, it's small portions and it's, it's expensive, but you know, we ordered enough food that we all ate we, and we all were full. So, I mean, it was fine. And, oh, bitch, we were leaving and I forgot my damn leftovers. Like, there was a, you know, a taco here, a little bit of quesadilla, whatever. I forgot the shit inside the restaurant. I was, like, walking outside. I'm like, oh, no. But we didn't go back because, you know, the Uber was there and all that shit. So, the food was delicious. Um, The drinks were delicious. My company was amazing. Um, And, you know, it was the perfect way to start off my birthday. Hey, hey. Continuing the birthday, um, the birthday celebration this weekend coming up, you guys know I go so hard for Shaking Crab, okay? If you're in the area, I think they have them in New York too, um, but if you're in, you know, Massachusetts, go to Shaking Crab, bitch. I suggest going to the one in Newton. We went to the one in, um, in Cambridge and it wasn't as good. I haven't been to any of the other ones, but Newton is definitely superior to Cambridge 100%. So anyways, I've talked about shaking crab before. I've talked about doing unspeakable things to a crab leg on this podcast before and I'm not ashamed of it to be honest. Um so yeah, you guys already know I I go so hard. I, I literally go so hard for shaking crab and I can't wait to like just smell like a full ass piece of garlic and that's it. Like, you know, shaking crab is so good to me that I talk about it the week before and the week after. I talk about it as a bling the week before because I just know I'm so excited and I know that it's going to be, like, amazing. Then I talk about it the week after as a bling because it was so good, but also as a miss because, like, I'm not eating it right now. You get what I'm saying? So, yes, continuing the birthday extravaganza, I'm going to be going in. Okay, going in on a king crab leg, bitch. You're going to see me gnawing on that hoe like. 
Okay, moving on. Um, I also have brunch next weekend or this weekend coming up with my friend Michaela. That should be a blast. I will tell you guys all about it next week. Um, one thing that it doesn't have to do with my birthday. Well, kind of does, I guess. I found my perfect lip combo. Okay, this is a big deal. Okay, this is a big deal. It tech it, it kind of has to do with my birthday because I wore it the night we went out for my birthday. Um, but I mean, it's amazing. So it is MAC stripped down uh, lip liner. Okay. I've always wanted like I know cork and like there's a few other MAC lip liners that everyone like raves about and everyone uses them to achieve that like super nude cute lip. Um, but for some reason I never bought them but now I bought stripped down and I am obsessed. I see why everyone loves it so much. It gives you like that. Like I love like, I don't want to say ombre because if you imagine like an ombre lip, it's, it doesn't sound great, but you know, you know, you know what I mean? If like, you know, I like a darker lip line and then lighter in the middle. A blended ombre lip is what I'm talking about. So yeah, I do strip down on the outside, I kind of blend it in a little bit, you know, to the middle. And then I do, I don't know, it's, oh shit, I don't have it with me. But I do a lip gloss. I think it's a, I think it's Buxom White Russian. I'm almost positive. I do that lip gloss on top. Or no, I do a lipstick and then the Buxom. But I'll have to do an Instagram post or some shit about it. Because I don't remember right now. I was not prepared. I just wanted to talk about how um, amazing Strip Down was. Okay, I think that's it for my misses. Let's move, or uh, no, that's it for my blings. Let's move on to my misses. Okay, I know this is, I only have a couple things. I know this is going to sound dramatic, okay? But for the past few weeks, I have not been food shopping. Like my mom, I've given my mom my list of the things that I need and I gave it to her and she did the food shopping. Now you're probably like, okay, you know, what's the big deal with that? But I love Wegmans, okay? I enjoy going to Wegmans. Like I literally look forward to it. I'm so lame, like I cannot get over it, but I I actually look forward to going to Wegmans. In the past few weeks, or the past couple weeks, I haven't gone, because you know, I was going out for my birthday. Then, I think another week I was doing something and I didn't go, and my mom went for us, and I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sad about it, I'm not going to lie. But I think, I think this week I'm going to go. Tomorrow, actually, I'm going to go after work. I'm going to get my Weggies trip done. Um, it'll, it'll be great to be back in there, be back, you know, with my people, with my Weggies people. And also to, like, you know, get back on, like, the stick of eating a little better. Because I've been, like, on this thing where I'm, like, one, it's my birthday, aka making excuses. But also, like, if I'm going out, I just think like, okay, well, I'm going out. So, you know, I might as well not eat good for, you know, the whole day. And then I'll be like an absolute glutton. But it is what it is. We go through the ups and downs of life, people. I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to go to Weggies. I'm going to get my food. And I'm going to live my best life after I eat some shaking crab. Okay, last thing um, for a miss. I just want to question you know, 
I don't know who this question goes to, but why am I so white? Like, if you know me in real life, you know my mom is so tan and my dad is so tan and me and my sister are so white. Like, pasty white, bitch. I mean, not pasty. I'm not pasty. I'm I'm white. I am white. I am very white. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. My arm is so damn white. My arm is whiter than my fa- than my face. Maybe that's why, like, when I look at my face, I'm like, oh, I'm not that white. When I look at my arm, bitch, that's pasty. Anyways, I just, I just want to know why my skin has to be so damn white. Because when I self-tan, and I have, like, a little bit of color to me. Like, I don't even go so hard. Like, I see some people that self-tan, and they do, like, the super ultra dark, and they do, like, three coats of it. And it's, like, you know, borderline blackface. Like, it's literally a little bit too much. Um... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I do one coat of like medium that puts my foundation color up one shade. Like no lie, just one shade. I'm not even talking about like a crazy tan or anything. Like I go up one shade in my foundation, okay? Why couldn't that just be my regular shade, bitch? My lifelong shade. Like why couldn't I just be like, you know, a little bit, a little bit tan or not so goddamn pasty white? There's just something about, you know, having a self-tan on that just makes you feel like such a bad bitch. Or not even self-tan, but like if you're just, you know, if you like went to the beach or some shit and you got a tan or like summer times when you're like glowing and shit, you just feel like so much more of a bad bitch. So yeah, I mean the miss is that I look so much better with the self-tan and I like don't, it is... It's so much work and like you got to figure it out to like, oh, well, I have something to do on Wednesday. So I wanted to look fresh for Wednesday. So I got to do it. You know, let me do it Tuesday night. But oh, I have to go to here Tuesday night so I can't be home and I'm going to look crazy and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like trying to figure it out and when to do it and the process of doing it and like you know you miss a spot you stink while you sleep you smell so goddamn bad it's just it's too much you know why couldn't I just be literally one shade one single shade I'm not asking to be like you know bronze goddess I'm just asking to be not so pasty white all right moving on um I have a few little celebrity things to talk about, so let's get right on into them. Um, Okay, I need to rewind to last week, okay? When I talked to you guys about Aisha Curry and what she said at the Red Table Talk and how she was saying how, you know, her self-esteem sometimes gets a little bit low because she doesn't have, like, any male attention and how she sometimes feels like she would like some more male attention okay I told you how the internet went buck wild um I kind of came to her defense last week and I still stand by what I say I think compliments make you feel like a bad bitch no matter who they're coming from but I can see how you know getting compliments from the opposite sex will make you feel like you know, good about yourself. I can totally understand that. But I did have the time to ponder this situation a little bit more over the past week. And I don't know, like, I still don't know how I feel because I 
switched roles, okay? If a man were to say that, I would see it completely different. Like, I think men and women are so different, obviously, but I think, like, okay, I think men are just more likely to cheat, and I think I have that, like, programmed into my brain that, like, majority of men cheat. Sorry if you guys hear, like, jingling jangling uh my brother-in-law got me a colombian bracelet so it's the beads from my colombian bracelet um yeah i'm just programmed to think that men are going to cheat hashtag daddy issues if you want to call it that but when a woman says that i would never think like i didn't like even last week i said i'm sure she doesn't want you know someone to hit on her so that she can like you know go home with them that night like I just see it as, you know, she's looking for more compliments to make her feel good. Whereas if a man were going to say, if a man said, oh, you know, I'm just looking for more female attention and female compliments and shit like that. I'd be like, yeah, so you can, you know, cheat. So you can find a bitch that likes you, that compliments you, so you can uh, sleep with her. That's how I would see it, you know? If my boyfriend came up to me and was like, I'm looking for more female attention, I would be like the meme of the woman that, you know, she got like the confused face with all the math problems around her. Like that would be me trying to figure out what this mofo just said to me. I would say I would beat his ass, but I don't support domestic violence and, and, you know, I just don't do that kind of thing. Um, but I would definitely be crying real hard. Shout out to all the bitches that cry when they're angry because it's just a form of, you know, expression shout out to all of you because we're all in the same boat bitch don't take me don't take me as a weak bitch just because when i get mad i cry okay and i cry a lot so my boyfriend came up to me and said that he needed some more female attention um i would be crying real hard but yeah i don't know i don't know i i feel like i had to go back and and say that because if the roles were reversed i you know I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where did I leave off last week? I think I said like, you know, it is what it is. Um, I respect her for going on the show, speaking her piece. Um, and maybe one day if I'm on the red table talk, I can, you know, sit there and live in my truth and speak my piece and all that shit. You know, Steph Curry doesn't seem to have an issue with it because he, um, posted on his Instagram story. I don't know. I don't remember what he said. Like pretty much like I love you. I'm proud of you for like, you know, speaking your mind and, you know, saying how you felt no matter what what would happen. So, you know what? If they're good in their relationship, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter what I think. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. So, moving on. I told you guys this is another update. Um I told you guys about Janelle's Janelle Evans, I think her last name is, from Teen Mom. Um, Janelle, her husband shot the damn dog because the dog snipped at the little baby's face and he literally shot and killed their family dog like a friggin' psychopath. But anyways, of course, um, DSS has come in. They've taken the three kids out of the house. She has three kids. I swear she had four, but... Maybe she does have, four. I don't know. I, I still don't know. But three of her kids are taken out of her um, her house. Jace is with the grandmother. Um, the other little boy is with like the dad's family. And then it didn't say where the daughter was, but she was recently just taken out of the house. And, you know, 
like is he gonna get arrested is he gonna like go to jail like i feel like that shit's like animal abuse hello you shot your dog but yeah um janelle also got fired from um teen mom so her husband was fired a while ago for racist and homophobic tweets that came out of his or not even that came out that he like literally tweeted while he was like on the show it wasn't even like you know how sometimes like people dig up old old tweets from like people that become famous and it's like you know 2010 they said the n-word or some shit like you're bitch you're still canceled but it was like current homophobic and racist shit i'm pretty sure maybe i'm out here spreading rumors i don't know to be honest but i know he was fired for racist and homophobic tweets um janelle is now fired i thought you know the internet you know the internet's reaction to this was pretty funny to me because i saw a tweet that was like we've watched this girl neglect her children for nine years and the last straw is her husband shooting their dog like really and then someone else like tweeted um like does anyone else remember when she like left her kid to go to a kesha concert (laughs) not funny child abuse is not funny like you know neglecting your child and not being a good mom is not funny but like it is funny to think after all this after all the messed up shit we've seen she's been in like relationships with like domestic violence she's had like drug issues and shit like that and now she's fired because her friggin' husband shot their dog like mess but what are you gonna do so long to her we'll probably you know i mean tmz will probably keep up with her but i mean who cares you know who cares okay couple more things kylie jenner is coming out with a skincare line it's called kylie skin um the packaging looks really cute the in- the internet's reaction to this was also funny because she's coming out with a few things. Okay, hold on one second. I got it for- here for you. She's coming out with six products. Okay, she's coming out with a face a face wash, a face scrub, a toner, a serum, a face moisturizer, and an eye cream. Okay, all ranging ranging twenty to twenty eight dollars. So the packaging is real cute. It's like a baby pink color. You know, I'm a sucker for packaging i won't be buying any of this because i got enough skincare shit um and i you know i just don't feel the need to buy any of it i feel like all it's not giving me anything that i i don't have already you know but the people's reactions to this i saw a few different things one i saw people freaking out because the scrub is a walnut scrub and we've learned i mean we learned years ago that the St. Ives scrub that has like the walnut in it uh, is not good for you and it causes like little micro scratches in your skin which then can be worse for your skin. So I mean we I mean I've known not to use the St. Ives scrub for like I would say a good three years now and now she wants to come out with the walnut scrub like I just feel like you know girl it's a bit outdated. You could have if you wanted to come out with an exfoliator you should have like you know done something done some more research bitch i don't know what to tell you what friggin product to put in it because i know you can't use those little beads anymore because those bitch but this isn't my shit i'm not like you know a skincare guru i'm not creating a skincare line i can't tell you what kind of freaking exfoliator to make because i don't know this shit 
But what I do know is that we're not supposed to use walnut scrub anymore. So the internet freaked out about that and was like, please do not. Like I follow a few estheticians on Instagram. Like everyone was like, do not, do not buy this shit from Kylie. Um, another thing that I saw from the internet was like, she's selling us a $20 face wash when she gets facials all the time and you know she gets filler and probably laser treatments or god knows what on her skin to make it look so just absolutely so perfect in the um like promo shoot for this I do have to say, I mean, her skin looks amazing. I'm sure there's, like, some retouching, obviously. It doesn't look, like, too, too fake that, like, her face is, like, completely face-tuned or photoshopped. Um, you can still see, like, her, her actual skin. And her skin looks great. But, you know, like the internet said, she's probably getting regular facials, I would say, like, you know, every month. She got some filler in there. God knows what other like peels or treatments or who knows what that costs. God knows how much money um, she's doing to her skin that it's not, you know, this kind of, it's kind of false advertising because it's like this face wash that you're selling us is not going to give us those results that you're showing us on your face. But I don't know, it comes out on the 22nd, so I guess, I'm sure we'll see some reviews on YouTube and shit like that. So if you buy anything, let me know. I'm not like, you know, I'm not a Kylie hater. I've tried a couple of her, um, her lip products and they were all right. I mean, they weren't like life-changing, I have to say, but they, I mean, I'm not like, I think she does the same thing as other, you know, beauty brands and shit, but she just gets shit for it, you know? So yeah, I won't be buying it mostly because, um, I got enough shit. Like I'm literally looking at my skincare shit right now and it is too much, bitch. I do the most. And I've, speaking of that, actually, I've noticed that sometimes I do the most for my skin. Like I do like six layers of skincare and my skin isn't like, you know, the best it's ever been. I feel like sometimes when I really just chill out, wash my face with a cleanser, maybe do some toner and do some moisturizer, I'm good. And my skin is like nice when I wake up in the morning. Sometimes I just feel like less is more. And right now I'm good with the shit that I got. So yeah, won't be buying any Kylie skin, but if you do, let me know what you think. Okay, moving on. In this week's edition of why white people they are just out here embarrassing me 24 7 like just every day so I don't know how it came about but on the internet I believe it started on Twitter people were saying specifically white people were saying that they don't wash their legs now okay to first start this, there's a difference between the way white people bathe and the way black people bathe. Black people, majority, you know, this obviously varies for different people, but like, I feel like the majority of white people use a loofah, okay? Majority black people use a, a, a washcloth, okay? So that's one thing, okay? You know, it, it does vary to each their own, okay? White people on Twitter are saying that they don't wash their legs because 
they wash their upper part of their body and just let the soap trickle down. What? That shit makes no sense to me because, I mean, if that was the logic and you were just getting like, you just needed like a trickle down effect to clean your body, why don't you just shampoo and just let the shampoo trickle down and you don't even need to wash anything. You lift your arm up while you're rinsing out your shampoo and your shampoo shampoo goes down into your armpit and you're clean. Like, bitch, that doesn't work. And it's just the fact that like, It takes maybe, unless you have like 60 foot long legs, like I got short legs, I can finish washing my legs in maybe 45 seconds. No one's saying you need to like scrub to the death. You don't need to like make your skin raw because you're friggin' scrubbing with your loofah so hard. Bitch, you just, you know, suds suds your loofah up and rub it on your legs. Why am I here? talking on a podcast telling people how to wash their legs bitch what is wrong I just don't understand and I'm embarrassed you know I don't want to be walking down the street a group of black people are walking by me and they think they look at me and they think oh a white bitch bet she doesn't watch her wash her legs no 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 this is embarrassing white people you're embarrassing me I wash my legs I just need everyone in the world to know I wash my legs, okay? I suds up my loofah. I do use a loofah. I don't use a washcloth, okay? I use a loofah. But I suds up that loofah, okay? And I scrub. I scrub all of my body everywhere. Just all of it, you know? The way you're like, you know, the way you're supposed to wash is your whole body. Do you watch wash one side of a plate and then let the, the suds from one side drip to the other side, bitch? No! God, I don't know. Sometimes, bitch, it's embarrassing to be white, okay? It is, it's just embarrassing, okay? All right, moving on. Um, DJ Khaled, okay, he's coming out with a song. I believe it's with Nipsey Hussle and John Legend because John Legend is in the video. Um, So, I mean, I'm assuming that it's the both of them. So this was the last video that Nipsey made before he died and the video is coming out soon. DJ Khaled posted this thing on his Instagram and saying like, you know, the song is called Higher and after like a lot of praying and a lot of, you know, reflecting, he's decided to release the song and the video and him and all of the other people that are behind the song. So, you know, obviously there's like the artist that perform the song but then it's also like you know the songwriters and the directors or you know like there are so many other people that like profit off of a song when it goes out to the world you know so DJ Khaled and everyone else behind this song has decided that the proceeds from this song like the money that this song makes is going to Nipsey Hussle's children Imani and Cross. So yeah, he said, I, my co-workers, producers, and label partners are donating 100% of all of our proceeds from hire to Nipsey's children, Imani and Cross. Dang, like I just think that's so nice. Listen, you see the way that people have reacted to Nipsey's death? Like you don't even have to know anything about him To see how people reacted to his death shows you what kind of person he was. Like, I've never seen where, what, 
almost two months since he died. He died March 31st. Like, we're almost, you know, to the end of May. So, almost two months. And still, when I tell you every single day since he passed, I have seen something on on social media, whether it be Twitter or Instagram. I've seen something from him, like a picture or a quote and like interviews of him and and just like really like motivating and positive and like just like you know just pure knowledge that Nipsey was like speaking and shit like that so yeah I mean we see people die and you know we share their music for a while and you know videos and pictures of them but I've never ever ever seen it go this long and I've never seen like I don't know I just feel like there's been like such a positive impact from I don't want to say a positive impact from his death because it's terrible that he had to die for like you know I'm still out here hurting and I know everyone else is too when I listen to his music I'm like damn bitch I want to cry um but yeah shout out to DJ Khaled for you know all the proceeds going to his family and shit that's so beautiful shout out to dj khaled i love dj khaled you know he's a weight watchers ambassador so you know you know me and dj khaled we got we're connected we are connected never forget when he opened up for beyonce on the on the run tour on the run two tour and he said shout out to weight watchers like literally screamed shout out to weight watchers i was like hey okay moving on speaking of beyonce my angel my queen um she been getting to the money, okay? She been getting to the money. Everybody mad, girl. I think I'm getting too much money. So, turns out, Beyonce has owned stocks in Uber for a while now. I guess when they were first starting out, they had Beyonce there and uh, to perform at, like, an event that they had. And instead of charging them, okay, you know what? Listen to this and write this shit down. This is a business woman. Instead of charging her typical $6 million performance fee, she said, keep that $6 million. Give me $6 million worth of stocks into Uber. Now, that has turned into $300 million in stocks with Uber, bitch. Like what? How much? Is there like a minimum of money you got to put in to like buy stocks? I need to start like, is this what I need to look into? Is this what I need to like read up on? Like what, bitch? Because I need to know how to flip money like Beyonce can't. That's amazing. That's inspiring. I mean, always Beyonce is just out here always 100% inspiring me to be a better person bitch always she's inspiring me to get more money she's inspiring me to eat better she's inspiring me to work harder she's inspiring me to be a better woman be a stronger woman (sighs) man I just love her so much but yeah shout out to Beyonce enjoy that 300 million baby enjoy it Okay, that's all I have for celebrity news. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the fun that we just had because we're going to take a complete left turn and it's going to get real serious. We're going to be talking about the abortion bans that are going on in the U.S. right now, specifically in Alabama. So if you're living under a rock and you don't know what's been going on, um, they just passed 
a law in Alabama. There there've been there has been laws passing regarding abortion all over the country lately. Um one of them is the the heartbeat law where once the fetus has a heartbeat, you cannot get an abortion, which typically means that after 6 weeks a woman will not be able to get an abortion. Now, if you think about six weeks in the term of like your period, that's your period being two weeks late, okay? You had your period, you went through a cycle, it's a month later, your period has not come for a week, has not come for another week. You're six weeks pregnant. At that point, you cannot have an abortion anymore. Two weeks, just two weeks after your period No one thinks, okay, no woman in this world thinks to take a a pregnancy test before they've missed their period. Like, it's just not something that you would do because what, what, you know, it's just, you always, once you miss your period, you then take a pregnancy test and find out then. So minimum, typically minimum is four weeks for you to find out. When you want to make an appointment to go in, if you think you're pregnant, you got to wait till a full week that that you've missed your period. You can't be like, hey, my period is one day late. Can I come in and take a test? You got to be a full week late. So that leaves you one week. If you find out that you're pregnant, that leaves you one week to get the time off of work. Find a clinic that you can go to. Come up with the money to get an abortion. Find someone to take you to and from the clinic. Again, get off work to go to the appointment. If you have, you know, typically, you know, you got to go for a few. You got to go for a pre-appointment. You got to go for the abortion. You got to go for follow-up appointment. You got to take the time off for that from work. You got to take the time off to recover. It's just, it's pretty much a way to make it so that women cannot have abortions without saying, hey, you can't have an abortion. So that's one law that's been being passed in a few different states. Alabama is a whole different story right now. Like, this is insane. So they passed a law that women cannot have abortions, even if they are raped or if it's incest. And also, if a provider performs an abortion, they can face up to 99 years in prison for performing that abortion. There are so many things wrong with this. I can't even wrap my brain around it. 99 years in prison when rapists, the people who literally rape someone, don't even get that much time in prison. Like, never, never in the history of a friggin' rapist has anyone done 99 years because they raped someone. But a a doctor who's performing a medical procedure on someone can go to jail for 99 years because they perform this procedure. And I mean, going back to like, you know, there's no exception, not even for rape or for incest. That is... The thought of that actually turns my stomach to think of like, what if there's like a child, okay? This is like a lot, but this topic is a lot. So you know what? We got to talk about it. What if there's a child, say like a 12-year-old girl that's being raped by like her older brother or her or her dad or like, you know, a cousin or something like that. That little girl needs to go full term and have this child? I 
cannot like I literally can't wrap my brain about around that and not even okay it's terrible to think of it literally turns my stomach to think of the people that are raped or you know get pregnant because of incest and shit like that it makes me sick to think about it but I think about the other women too I don't think we need to just talk about the women that are raped or the women that you know get pregnant because of incest because they're raped by like a family member or something like that I don't think we need to just talk about those people we need to talk about the women that they get pregnant and they do not want that child it's just as important to talk about those people because you know what if you get pregnant and you don't want to have that child it is your right to not have that child what are you supposed to do bring a child into this world when you're not ready whether it be financially whether it be you know mentally prepared whether you're you know you're going to be a single parent you're going to be doing it by yourself your partner isn't ready you don't have a stable home environment you're too young you don't have money there are so many different things that can be going through that woman's head that it doesn't matter if it's like you know Even if they're in a loving relationship, even if they're married, even if they are settled, if they do have like, you know, health insurance and they can take care of this child, if she doesn't want to have a bitch, she does not have to. I just don't like, honestly, I don't, (sighs) I don't understand. And it just makes me like, so you guys know that I'm not eloquent when it comes to like, expressing myself when something makes me so angry as you guys know because you can hear me literally right now I yell and I swear and I don't know how to express myself because of the anger that I feel but all I know is that I am disgusted and of course I mean if uh, I'm sure I don't even need to tell you this but If you were wondering who the people were in Alabama that passed this law, yep, it was old white men that literally never, never in their life will have to make a decision to get an abortion or to not get an abortion. None of them, not a single one of them will ever need to make that decision. And yet here they are passing these laws that make it so much, so much harder and even make it criminalizing women getting an abortion does that shit make any sense I just don't I don't understand the most amazing words coming from the iconic Ava DuVernay she has some she tweeted out she has some words for us she says don't move forward after reading this like everything is normal don't shake your head at Alabama and then keep going with your day. Realize that this is a warning. It's Alabama and abortion today. It's you and your rights tomorrow. Your silence will not save you, so speak up. And that is it, bitch. Speak up. Listen, I don't know what to do. There are so many things that I feel so passionate about, and I don't know how to, you know, solve them. I don't know how to solve, like, immigration I don't know how to solve police brutality I don't know how to solve like you know global warming and shit like that I don't know how to solve this but I just know and I feel that this is something that we cannot like stay quiet about this is something that we need to like speak up about and yeah you know I don't live in Alabama I will probably never go to Alabama in my life but I feel I feel for the women in Alabama right now. Like, I just, 
my heart breaks for them. Like thinking about how scared they are that one, these women are making a decision that they have to live with for the rest of their entire life. Like they're going to think about that shit, whether they, you know, realize in a few years that you know what I regret having my abortion or if they grow in life and they do things and they think they look back and they say I don't regret having my abortion I'm glad that I had it I'm here today because you know I had my abortion either way they're gonna they need to not suffer the consequences of it but they need they're the ones that need to like go through it and they're the ones that are going to keep that with them for the rest of their lives but I have a few things if you're looking for ways to help out of course speak up first of all talk about this shit with your friends talk about it with your parents talk about it you know with anyone literally have this conversation that abortion is a real thing it should not be stigmatized to be like, you know, oh, you're going to hell or, oh, you deserve the death penalty like they're trying to do in friggin' Alabama. Like, one in five women by the end of their life will have an abortion. That's like, bitch, most likely someone you know. Don't make people, you know, let people know that they don't need to be scared to talk to you about it. If they, you know, are thinking about having one, if they've had one, if they would have one, just keep an open forum and talk to people about this shit so that we can like destigmatize people having abortions. But other than that, you can donate to Yellow Hammer Fund. It's a fund in Alabama that they pay for women to travel to get an abortion. They pay for like, you know, childcare if they have other children that need to be watched while they're recovering. It pays for, you know, their hotels while they're say, in another state getting it done or, you know, whatever the case is. It just pretty much helps support women who are going through it. That's specifically in Alabama. You can always donate to Planned Parenthood. You can donate to the ACLU. They're, you know, fighting for people's rights all the time. So those few places you can donate to. Also, if you're local, there's a place in Somerville called Rebel Rebel. It's a wine bar. And 100% of the sales that they make, the rosé sales that they make in the next week, they posted this yesterday on their Instagram, so I'm assuming that it's going to be going to next Wednesday, the 22nd, I would say, they said for this week. So, you know, they posted it on the 15th, I'm assuming it's going to the 22nd. 100% of the sales they make on rosé will be going to this um, Yellow Hammer fund so if you're in the area and you're you're gonna be going out drinking anyways you might as well go there enjoy it and you're helping someone out in the end (sighs) also I mean another thing get out there and vote we need to get more women who care about women's reproductive rights into office so that laws like this do not pass because bitch what the hell oh lord I'm just like I'm actually in shock like I don't believe that this can be happening like I really can't and you know what it started in Alabama it might go to another state it's not in my state right now but who knows if it could eventually come to my state bitch who knows and another thing you don't have to be you don't have to get an abortion to 
feel like you are pro-choice, okay? If you know you would never in your life get an abortion, that's okay. You can still be there for people that are getting abortions or that have gotten abortions. You don't need to have one to appreciate the fact that it is a reproductive right and women need to have access to abortions. Like, pro-choice. You're pro-choice. That person is making their choice. You've made your choice to like, you know, go through with a pregnancy or to put your baby up for adoption. You made that choice. Another person may make a different choice to not go through with the pregnancy and to have an abortion. Pro-choice. Pro that girl's choice. That's it. Ugh, I don't know. I'm just kind of like in shock like I I, I'm sick to my stomach I don't believe that this is like a real thing and I'm like disgusted actually disgusted so thank you so much for listening to me rant I think this week for t-shirt quote we're just gonna have like a whole bunch of words that have to do with like being a feminist like I just want like you know feminist and bad bitch and pro-choice and my body my choice and um girl power and woman power and just like you know support all women and shit like that just like a whole bunch of words that have to do with feminism and respecting women and appreciating women and appreciating the stories that each woman have. And yeah, you know, just being like, just being a bad bitch and speaking up and having a voice and, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's my t-shirt quote. Just a whole bunch of words to show my appreciation to women, show other women, bitch, I got your back. I'm a ride or die for my fellow women. And listen, if I have any listeners in Alabama and you need an abortion, you are always welcome here in my humble abode in Massachusetts. I will open my doors to you so that you can come here. You can stay as long as you want. I got your back, girl. I'm here for you. Anyone needs to reach out and talk to me, bitch. You know I you know I I can't find the words. I don't know words. I just know angry emotions and you know saying bitch a lot and if you could see me you could see that my hands are moving a mile a minute um I may not know what to say to you but I will be here to listen that's for anyone always not even girls that are you know are going through with abortions or have had abortions or who are scared that their state might be passing laws like this I am here always for anyone to talk about anything that's it I'm rambling I don't know what else to say to you guys I'm like a bucket full of emotions and I don't know what to do with them I don't know okay I'm gonna head out and attempt to edit this monstrosity of a podcast um real quick just want to give a shout out to all my bad bitches that I see posting about these abortion laws okay it doesn't go unnoticed what you're doing. You're, you, you think, you know, you're just sharing a simple quote that, you know, resonated with you about women having a, an abortion. You're sharing it on your Instagram story. It's doing so much more than you think. And I appreciate all of you. I appreciate you 
showing your support to women and, you know, standing up in your feminism and being a bad bitch and using your voice and speaking up. So yeah, don't forget to, um, to, to donate. If you have the means, please do so. Um, but just, you know, be there as a supportive person to, to the women around you. So, uh, you know, on the bright side of things, I just feel so, I have so many emotions, but one of the emotions I feel is like just so much love. And although we're being targeted as women and we're being told that we can't make decisions for our own body, I am so proud to be a woman because I just feel so like, like a bad bitch, okay? I'm over here sobbing like a punk bitch but you know what I feel so proud to be a woman because I just feel like there's no one stronger than women we are so unbelievable as women and I'm just so proud to be a woman and I love all other women and I'm here for you and um you know that's just my mission in life to be a bad bitch and to be a bad bitch for other people to you know we're here for each other And if we stick together, we can do anything. So speak up, share posts that you, you know, that you see about abortion. Speak to your friends about it. Donate if you can. And yeah. Okay. That is really my cue to go. I love you all so much. Please follow me on the gram. And subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. If I haven't scared you off. If this is your first episode. Whoo. Lord, you got the real me. That's all I gotta say. You got the real me. So, welcome. Um, Yeah, subscribe. Write a review. Tell your friends to listen. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye.